Hi, it's Kiffin LeBates here and video six in a series I've called Ledgers and Layers. And today I want to talk about the Web3 layer. So this is the layer where people produce websites that interface with blockchains. And I'm going to use Ethereum as an example here because it's the kind of most Web3 enabled blockchain out there at the moment in people's knowledge. So the difficulty here is that you have to understand that the Web3 layer is a presentation layer. A website developer is presenting information to users and allowing users to interact with the blockchain through that website. And as a result, the web developer has an immense amount of influence and power over what the user sees. From a web developer's point of view, the blockchain is kind of a database. It's a an entity out there that the web developer can query in order to get information and that the web developer can provide an interface to for the user to write information to. And it's therefore up to the web developer how they present that information and what the interface looks like for the user to write stuff back to the blockchain. And as a result, a web developer can present information in pretty much however manner they like. So. As an example, I recently deployed an NFT called Souls, and the NFT had a special number associated with it called the Soul, and I was interpreting that as some statistics for a game-like setup uh, in the website that I was using to present the NFT to users. And it was entirely up to me how I took that number and how I presented it to the users of the site. So what I did was I used the first byte to be uh, um, a characteristic of the NFT called swag and the second byte to represent clout and the third byte to represent drip. These are just terms that Anthony Day came up with. I'm, I'm not really au fait with them. Um, and as a result, when a person mints an NFT and then sees it on the website, they get a character sheet like out of some kind of uh, role-playing game. And the statistics uh, appear to be fairly random. However, what I then did, after Anthony Day complained about one of his statistics being low, was I added an extra piece of code into the uh, presentation. Namely, it checked if the name of the NFT was Anthony Day, and if it was, instead of presenting the first statistic, which I think was swag, as the number recorded on the blockchain, it just presented 100. And so this is the kind of thing that, say, game developers can do when they are interfacing their game with a blockchain. They can take the information off the blockchain and present it to the user as is, but they can also mess around with, in quotes, the reality of the blockchain, in that you can have a game where you have some NFTs and uh, the data that is pulled off the blockchain is presented to the user as it is on the blockchain, or you can tweak it and change it as you see fit. So there's nothing about blockchain that forces a web developer to actually present the genuine information to the end user. Um, they could do the same thing with uh, an NFT sales site, for example. Um, uh, if you are a company that runs a website that allows people to buy and sell and trade NFTs, uh, you can choose to present the images that the NFT points to as they are, or you can decide to put filters over them, or you can even decide that there's a particular NFT contract out there that for some reason you have a dislike for. Um, say you really don't like cats. So uh, when somebody 
goes to look at a crypto kitty on your site instead of presenting them with the cute little cartoony crypto kitty picture you can decide to swap it out for a picture of a very angry looking sphinx cat if you so choose and i think this is something that a lot of people don't grasp is that although a blockchain gives us an immutable record of transactions that have taken place and it does allow you to transfer value from one address to another the web3 presentation layer is something that isn't controlled by a blockchain um, it is ultimately up to the developer how they retrieve the information when they retrieve it and how they present it to the user and the idea is that a developer will be honest and present the information fairly as it is there but there is nothing stopping them from reinterpreting re uh, um, reality and presenting it to a user in a different way and of course this is exactly what scammers use in order to trick people into entering into all sorts of transactions that aren't really to their benefit um, anyway I hope that was clear um, it is something that I see people struggling with the concept of what is locked down in the different layers and in this series I've reviewed that so hopefully you have a better understanding but just to recap at the very base level you have the blockchain and there the consensus and the protocols and the transactions are locked down you as a particular developer have no control over how that functions unless you happen to be sitting on the board of uh, trustees for the blockchain or you're in the um, the inner circle of developers who get to code up new functionality and then at the next layer you have the smart contract layer and there as a developer you have more control because you can actually um, limit the amount of decentralization that is going on for example you can release an ERC20 contract that has extra backdoor functions in it that allow you to freeze transactions or um, arbitrarily go in and seize assets from individuals if you so choose um, of course the upshot of that is if people find out they might get annoyed and avoid your contract altogether and then finally at the third layer we have web 3 which is the presentation layer and there as a developer you have absolute freedom because effectively the blockchain is a database that is giving you advice as to what to show to the end user but whether or not you actually show them that information accurately is entirely up to you and again if you don't do it accurately it's likely that your reputation as a website will drop if people find out you could end up with some very bad marketing that spoils the whole thing so you want to think very carefully about not showing the truth as it is represented on the blockchain um so uh, that's the uh, levels and layers series i hope you found it interesting and i'll see you all in the next video soon bye for now